I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Come through, queen. I want to see you. Come through, queen. It's Stan and Brendan, and this is Come, Come Through, Through Queen. Queen. This is episode 31, Dodd being Frank. This week we're still reeling from the election, but we've got a lot of Bravo to talk about. Dorinda in Miami with Marisol, Zia Melissa at Ramona's birthday. We also have a theory from Alex involving uh, Jill Zarin and the upcoming wedding of Luann Deliceps. We're also going to discuss possible wedding bells on the horizon for Phaedra's ex-Apollo. Uh, and we still got our four shows running right now, the reunions of Orange County and New Jersey, as well as new episodes of Vanderpump Rules and Real Housewives of Atlanta. And this week, we've got a little mini deep dive um, on crossovers in honor of all the crossover housewives we've been seeing these days. And as with every week, we're going to crown the freak of the week and the one true queen. So, Brennan, how are you doing? I'm fine. We're, uh, like, I feel like we're, our schedule is a little more condensed. I saw you on Thursday. It's now Tuesday. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, I saw you on Friday as well. <laughs> oh, yeah. So just switch it up a little bit. Um, but, yeah. I mean, I think we're in a little bit of a better mental state than we were. A little bit. <laughs> last week. Um, we're still unwell, but we're always a little bit unwell, so that's fine. Um, a, a little come chew queen. Uh, I wanted to get your... <laughs> Your opinion oh, this on is tonight's a new, dinner. This is a new segment a called new segment. Come Chew Queen. Yes. <laughs> we had some uh, pumpkin turkey chili in honor of the season. Mm-hmm. What were your thoughts? It was good. It was hot. Like hot in a temperature. Yeah, it was like right? hot off the, the crock pot. Hot off the crock pot. <laughs> and then I also introduced you to a little Japanese street that I got from someone I work with. Straight from Japan. Yeah, it looked like a little... Ravioli? <laughs> it's like an uncooked ravioli with a chestnut in the middle, but like the looks can be deceiving and it's actually decent. 
Not my fave. Not your favorite. Not my fave. Alex was like more impressive with it than uh, than you appear to be. I know, but like you guys also like are really into those bars. What are the Lara bars? Oh, the Lara bars. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was along that vein of mm, treats. Okay. What well, you want, like <laughs> an ice cream sundae? Yeah. <laughs> um, so, anything else going on we need to be apprised of? I don't think so. I mean, like we saw each other over the weekend, but yeah. We might be bumping into Troy Sivan tomorrow. Oh, and Kelly Kalor and Ben Simone. Yeah, so you'll have to check back in with us next week to hear about Our that. report from that. So, uh, so yeah. Let's so, talk about Dorinda. Yeah. So Dorinda has, I guess, been hanging out down in Miami in order to recover this past week. Um, <laughs> she was photographed with Marisol. She posted a picture of herself and Marisol posing on the beach. We'll get into this a little bit later, but I feel like Marisol is like the housewife seen everywhere. Like the sleeper housewife. She's like friends with everyone, but like we'll deep dive into that more. Yeah, we thought this was, given, given that there's not too much news going on, it's mostly just a lot of crossovers going on. But like, I wonder, this makes me wonder like, if Dorinda brought cameras down there, because Miami is usually a part of a Housewives of New York mm. season, no getaway. matter what. Just like a quick getaway. A weekend jaunt. So I wonder if they brought cameras down and mm. that was filmed. In other news. In other news. In New York. Um, Carol and, uh, um, Zia Melis both posted this photo. It's of Carol, Zia Melis, and um, Dorinda at what appears to be Ramona's birthday party. Mm. So another one where I'm wondering, are we going to see more crossovers? Yeah, but I wonder also, like, where's the rest of the girls for Ramona's birthday? Like Trey? Tree? No, like the New York girls. Oh, yeah. Sone? I haven't heard much Bethany. from Sone, like, with the other ones. I wonder if she's on the outs with people. Yeah. Bethany's definitely... I feel like this is going to be the anti-Bethany season. Mm, finally. I hope everyone bands together against the Beth. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to wait and see about that. Um, but we also got a video that Luann retweeted, and I showed you for the first time. It's of, like, Luann and uh, Jill Zarin, like, thanking the host of whoever sponsored Luann's bridal shower. Uh-huh. Um... And if you've been, like, paying close attention, Luann has been pop... I mean, not Luann. Jill Zarin has been popping up everything wedding-related for Luann. Mm-hmm. So I originally thought, like, could this be it? Like, is, does this mean she's back? But Alex thinks that they did start filming again, but this is the for a Luann spinoff. Okay, like because, just a wedding special. So yeah, so hint of number one is that Dorinda Snapchatted a few weeks ago, like, oh, filming started. Mm-hmm. And we see a lot of uh, Jill Zarin and Luann together. There's been like no indication from Bethany's Snapchat that she's filmed anything. She's been in like the Hamptons Interesting. Still, so... But like... Yeah, and like Sonia's not around. Carol and Dorinda being together seems at Ramona's birthday seems like a filming thing. Possibly, like, but like the fact that it's like Dorinda, Lou, and Jill all seem to be very active, like seems to suggest a Lou special because Dorinda's one of her bridesmaids. Yeah, that's just like a pity because like I was so excited when they said they're starting to film again. Yeah, but it doesn't seem like it though, unless it's the special. 
I wonder. But I would like the special to happen, especially with the return of Joe. Like we've all been clamoring for this now. <laughs> clamoring. Like, like this is the right time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, good for Jill. She's also like posting a lot. She's best friends with um, Charlie Crist's wife, so mm. she was very happy that he was elected to Congress. In well, yeah, Florida. I mean, we we unearthed some Crist Zara connection connections back during. Red, white, and come through. Oh, yeah, R.I.P. <laughs> Remember how last week we were, like, originally planning on, like, doing, like, a, like, a recap, reaction, yeah. reaction like, like, end that segment, but we were just too depressed to talk about <laughs> yes, it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, the other thing in the news? Oh, my God. Okay, so, Apollo Nida has been, Apollo, <laughs> Nida? Apollo Nida, according to, t- TMZ, um, that ROA, RO, I don't know. The Atlanta star and prison <laughs> inmate is engaged to a woman viewers have yet to meet. He reportedly started dating his fiance two years ago before getting engaged in the past couple of months. While her identity remains under wraps, here's the kicker the woman has filmed scenes for Real Housewives of Atlanta's latest season and may make an appearance at a later date. That's so wild. That's so insane. The first part is two years. How long has he been in prison? He's been in prison like close to two years. Okay. So this happened like... Because last season he was in, he was already in prison. Oh yeah. And like, this is where when I said that like Phaedra is a little shady last week yeah like it all came out in atlanta (laughs) this week so i feel like somewhat vindicated for that statement and Mm -hmm. we can talk about this more a little later but like obviously the timeline's a bit off like with the divorce and everything like that so like i'm really interested and like why would phaedra agree to film with this woman well i don't know if it's necessarily phaedra filming with her or mama joyce one of phaedra's enemies with her. Mama Joyce. Mama Joyce, which I have plenty to say about. Oh, Mama Joyce. I was shook this week. <laughs> uh, give her Central Beach, um, but yeah, I mean that's just interesting, and I wonder if perhaps like Joe Giudice has met the fiance. Oh my God, that would be so possible. Lovely. Yeah, <laughs> maybe visit. Ter- maybe Teresa's met her. Crossover. Actually, this is just a crossover. Weren't episode. Tree and Phaedra supposed to go on a visit together? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they were like I think Phaedra was like talking to her. To prepare her a little bit for Joe going in. Yeah. Since she was already familiar with it. I would still like to see one of Phaedra's kids end up with a Judice child. Oh. Like Adriana. She's the only one age appropriate. Yeah. 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 That would be cute. Sure. Um, so, speaking of New Jersey, is it time to talk about the finale? I mean, reunion part two. We're done. We're done. They only gave them... Two parts. Only two parts. Slap in the face. Oh. But, like, it was more than enough. Yeah. But they were good. I mean, they were pretty good episodes. I mean, New Jersey usually has a good reunion. Yeah. Reunions in general, what I like that they've been doing these past few years is bringing us behind the scenes. Oh. Which we get a little bit of... With Jersey, not or like more in Orange County. Yeah, nothing like huge in Jersey, but there's like definitely some dressing room shots, which I always appreciate. Mm. Um, King Chris Larita is on the scene, looking mm. gorgeous. Well, that's an opinion, <laughs> but he definitely was like very um, outspoken and a voice of reason. He stands up for his wife. Yeah, uh, but so we kind of open with uh, like the accusation that we end with last episode where Teresa says uh you set me up 
Yeah, 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 yeah. But very quickly, she walks that back. Yes. Like, very does. quickly, it turns from, you set me up, to Jacqueline might have been talking to people, and maybe those people were going to the feds. She was dabbling in it. Which is like... Was, as, as Teresa said. Like, a chain, chain, chain away. But she was maybe dabbling in it with Monica Chacon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Monica Chacon. But, uh... Chris then ends up giving us, like, the full scoop. What did um, he say? I was like, too busy staring into his eyes. <laughs> <That's disgusting. laughs> uh, so, Chris says that there was a real estate dispute between Joe Giugice and, like, some guy that Chris is friends with. Oh, yeah. And he was, like, kind of the in-between. Uh, and the guy was saying, like, we need to settle this or I'm going to go to the feds or something. It's like always people not paying their bills and like, yeah, that kind of shit. Some, like, yeah. Like Donald Trump. Uh, <laughs> oh uh, so Chris was like the go between, like he, someone said something to Chris and then Chris said to Joe, like, all right, settle this or like you could get in trouble. Like you might want to settle it. Yeah. And Joe was like, tell him to go fuck himself. <sighs> so, but like Jacqueline was privy to all this going on, but it was Chris being in the middle. Um, Chris is a little bit of a meddler, which I like. I know. They were, they were kind of, Melissa was dragging him saying like, oh yeah. Uh, Wait, back that shit up. Melissa was trying to drag him. Yeah, trying to drag <laughs> him. Like how whenever like Jacqueline's on the phone, like having these fights, like Chris is always like listening in the background. Yeah. And chiming in. I mean like stand by your woman. Yeah. But I think this kind of boils down to... I really walked away with part two of this part two of this reunion. Uh, I believe Jacqueline. I do too. Because Teresa has never once in her life been on it, honest or copped anything. Yeah. And now Zia Melissa is under her spell and she was telling Siggy and Dolores to run for the hills when all Siggy was trying to say was, look at Jacqueline. She's got a great soul. She's got a beautiful soul. She wants to do what's right and all that shit. But, like, Jacqueline was saying a lot of things that we've never even heard before. Um, what was she saying? Uh, what was she saying, Dan? I don't remember. She was, she was saying <laughs> something. Oh, I remember. I remember. I remember. She was saying that, like, um, Teresa's parents and Joe's parents were fighting with each other, which sounds very believable. Because if you're Teresa's parents, wouldn't you be pissed off that, like, Joe got her into this shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, the whole, the whole parents thing in general, and I have a little bit to say about this, like a little down the road, because not to transition too far away from mm -hmm. this, but I, it occurred to me sort of like 15 minutes into this reunion that it was only the second part of the reunion and we had, you made the string straw. <laughs> oh my God. Sorry. It's fine. Oh, oh my God. Um, it occurred to me that Ooh. like 15 minutes in that we are, at the end of the reunion, and two official friends of the housewives that they, like, sort of hyped up, Kathy and Rosie, were barely in the season at all. And they're not even a part of the reunion at all, I except know. for mentions. Rude, because they were given FOH status on the website. Like, they were given, like, a beautiful headshot. Yeah. Went, I think it was the first time Rosie had ever gotten that beautiful headshot. Yeah. But more about them comes up later with yeah. their parents. Well, the other thing that, that Jacqueline said that had a very strong ring of truth to it was that Joe Gorga and Joe and Teresa's mom 
went to prison to talk to Teresa about getting a divorce. Um, and like she didn't deny it, but like those two statements, the one about the parents fighting mm-hmm. and them going to talk about the divorce, like got uh, Teresa and Melissa very flustered. Yeah, but those all those are things that make sense, and it makes also makes sense for a family want to want not to, talk about it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, but like this makes me believe Jacqueline. This is a Jacqueline Lorita household. This is. This is <laughs> but you know what the problem is? Is her delivery. She get like she gets she like jumps out the window she with jumps it. out the window with all this information, but like at the same time, it's hard to blame her because like she, we're living in a world that like supports Teresa so much and like she's so stupid and like can't get her story straight well it's a it's like Teresa Judice is almost like a bigger metaphor for the world itself. If you think about it. Yeah. Really think about it. I see what you're saying. (laughs) Like, we've seen her so much. She's so oversaturated to us that we just come to expect. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Expect and accept. Yes. (laughs) Um, But like, when when Andy like brought up the whole uh, C word thing from back when they were in uh, (laughs) like wine country. And she was saying, oh, well like, I'd rather he doesn't say it to my face than say it to my face. I was like, oh. Yeah, like, it's better that he called her the C-word behind her back. This is the battle, like, you're gonna fight Which is, like, and you're on television, so you're gonna see it automatically. It's so, yeah, the Looney Tune. And, like, and also that, that really, the fact that he was being filmed and had a mic pack, well, I guess he didn't realize that he was being recorded, but, like. Yeah, but you're, you've been on reality TV, how long? Yeah. Like, they say this all the time with Lou, Mm. and, like, the, the pirate. Yeah, true. True. It all comes back to New York. Um, oh my God! When when Teresa was heard her way of coming up to deny the uh, like the affair accusations was saying, "Oh, if I was one of Joe's girls, I would have had kissing pictures. I would have been all over and taking pictures of." Oh it. yeah, it's like this is why you don't think an affair. Yeah, happens. everything she says is just like so. Ugh. Um, and then, and then Andy asked her, like, do you understand why you went to prison? And like, she, I don't, I couldn't even write it down because it like made no sense, but it was still just talking circles around it. Yeah. She's living in a La La Land. Um, I want to talk about Kathy's mom. Okay. Because she is always brought up in like these weird situations. And mm. I think that Kathy's mom might not be the nicest person in the world <laughs> but you know but you know about the history between all of them well yeah but like still she said that thing on camera that's brought up every reunion and i wrote down i do think that kathy's mom is probably a bad person i <laughs> i don't agree okay i think we're dealing with like a bunch of garbage monsters and oh. then like <laughs> Siggy and Dolores, like, just trying to make it. Because it's just, like... Like, they're all so bad to each other at different times. Mm. Nobody's telling the truth. Except now maybe Chris and Jacqueline. But it's just, like... It's... And I keep on coming back to this. Like, you're... Some of you are family. And, like, the fact that, like, Kathy and Rosie can't get along with um, Teresa and Melissa is just, like, so... Ugh. Like, get off reality TV and figure out your life. I do have to say, like, even though... I just dragged Teresa to hell when she was talking about 
Jacqueline. One Jesus. of the clowns. Look at that clown face. It's probably one of the clowns coming around the house. Oh my god. And she's like, see, she's she's not a wolf in lamb's clothing. She's a wolf with rabies in lamb's clothing. <laughs> and they're like, sheep's clothing. Um. I was I was dying at that. <laughs> the clown thing really yeah. because it really like brought it back to current events yeah um, um this reunion was edited bizarrely did you notice that because it started out at the beginning of this one with the men there then they went away from middle segment i don't know if you noticed yeah. and then they were back again which obviously wasn't filmed like that no it was though because i think andy said something like okay we're like we're gonna send you guys off but he announced that they were going to be going off for uh but then why would they, like, bring them back? It makes no sense. I don't know. I'm really not that great at, like, catching the, the things that people complain about editing because I'm, like, writing <laughs> stuff down. Like, yeah, you need to look up. That's why I like to watch it, like, a couple times before. Mm, but, like, how many hours of the week do I have? I don't know. <laughs> um, I did like when Jacqueline dragged Dolores and Siggy saying that, like, when they, when they were talking about Melissa's nose job and Jacqueline was like, Dolores and Siggy have more procedures than all of us. Put together. Oh, that's when I wrote down that Dolores and Ziggy were cute because they were like acknowledged it and owned it. Yeah, they didn't in that moment. Uh, oh, and, well, I guess unless you have anything else to say, I liked when when they were forced to do the group hug and Teresa's like, I gotta be the closest to Jacqueline. Oh, <laughs> the group hug was pretty bad, but nothing is worse than this year's <laughs> New York group hug. With Bethany on the couch and Carol like flailing to try to get in, like getting punched in the face. Well, yeah, because like, like it was like when Ted Cruz was like hitting his <laughs> wife in the face, where he was like hugging so, like someone else. Yeah. Okay. Should we move on to OC, mm-hmm. which we just watched, rewatched, rewatched? Because mm. um, it was really good, worth rewatching. Yes. Yes. Uh, what. We start off with a montage of them talking about private parts. Yeah. <laughs> Did you notice I, that was like right off the bat? <laughs> I thought so. It was like the, the Locke sisters acting, asking David if he's ever had a wet dream yeah. again. We got to re- relive that. Yeah. Um, but then we moved on to vow renewals. And that's like, we've already like ha- rehashed like Shannon David's vow, vow renewal like, uh-huh. in another episode. I thought was more interesting was when Vicky revealed that after she and Don filmed their vow renewal, oh, when yeah. they went back in the hotel room, Don was like, uh, the renewal is going to be good for TV. And yeah. she said, that's when I knew it was over. <laughs> I don't know. I think that the conversation happened the other way around and that Vicky said that oh. to Don and he used that against her when they were divorcing and she repurposed it for her own mm. fan fiction. That is a very good theory. Thank you. <laughs> uh, and then they like kept talking about like the affair, like Shannon and David's affair. And, the mother-in-law. And when, but when Vic, the, I think the most shocking thing was when Vicky said, well, you know, after there's an affair like that, I would think like, what don't I have as a woman? I was like, a, I was surprised that the other women didn't freak out more to that comment. Yeah. Especially Tamara and Heather who were like Shannon's Advocates. ride or die. Yeah. Yeah, poor Shannon. Poor Shannon. Do you think she's going to survive next season? Oh, I hope so, yeah. But I feel like she's going through a rough time right now. Me too. Dr. Moon, get in there and save our girl. <laughs> Give her some cupping. Um, 
she hasn't spoken to her mother-in-law since they filmed that party, which, not surprising, but also surprising. Why? Because family. That's what I'm saying with family and reality TV. Mm. You, like, fix things. Yeah, but, it, like, the holidays haven't happened. Yeah, I like hearing about Shannon confronting the mistress at the football game. Oh, yeah, yeah. I love any time. And it's so bizarre to me, and I've heard Shannon talk about this, not just on the show, but, like, also, like, elsewhere in interviews. Mm-hmm. They literally sit behind this woman at, like, the USC football games. Yeah, yeah. Which is insane to me. Like, why doesn't Shannon switch her seat? Well, because they have season tickets. I know, but, like, it, it sounds like the people renewed. Yeah. Well, I think, like, when it comes to season tickets, like, if you give yours up, you potentially have to be on a waiting list again. Oh. Oh, yeah, like, um, yeah. Fever Pitch. I, I mean, this is really, like, <laughs> the extent of my sports knowledge. I'm, like, digging very deep right now. Um, uh, Terry DeBro, absent father. What do you have to say about that? I don't know, but it's in my notes. Okay. Uh, I did like when they brought up Vicky's new man. Uh, and Tamara gave, like, a good drag that no one really noticed. Oh, yeah. How uh, she said that he has a nice smile. Because, like, she used to drag Brooks for, like, having missing teeth and Vicky buying her him new teeth all oh, the time. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Vicky also, when Brianna was out... Brianna, we're, we're, we're adapting the new... That's what her name is. We call them the Judices. Well, I think they, they want Judice. Like, they were originally Judice, and then they were doing Judice for a little while, and they want to go back to Judice, but I don't really like that pronunciation. Okay, yeah, but I'm calling her Brianna. Upon her request. Like, Nevada. 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 So what were you going to say? I forget. Oh Uh. my god. Vicky did the, like, for the second time this reunion, did the ding 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 I do like that. Is that like whenever somebody mentions Brooks' yes, his name, yes, yes. she just like tries to distract? Yeah. Ding, 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 ding. Like she doesn't <laughs> want to say his name. She's tired of bringing him up. Oh my God. Uh, they did bring up Kill All Cancer. Oh my God. Her charity world has gone down the toilet. Yes. So this was like Megan's time to shine. And she shined bright. She shined bright like Megan. Like an Edmonds. <laughs> like an Edmonds. I love... Megan's like the epitome of the investigative reporter emoji. Yeah. Whenever Vicky's up to no good, she's like, Megan. I think it's just like, she just like, likes to Google people. Well, I think she also has like nothing to do. I I know. Well, she's like sitting in that candle store, which I'm sure can't get many customers, Mm -hmm. and is just Googling stuff behind the scenes. Yeah. So they were talking about the fact that, I guess if you're like, try to get one of the bracelets, like donating the bracelet, like buying a bracelet for charity or whatever, uh... You enter your email, and then Vicky gets that email in order to sell you cancer insurance. The way they got down to the intricacies of the, like the box being of the box pre-checked. being pre-checked, which I believe. Which, but like that's like stuff that's like when I work in a nonprofit, and like when we're talking about stuff like generally, we don't even get into that nitty gritty during our general conversations. Oh my god! It's you like you need to get into it. That well, oh my god, no, but no, th- that's not my point. My point is like. <laughs> When we're having our general conversation about, like, a campaign, like, mm-hmm. that comes later in the conversation. Oh. The fact that they, like, got right down in there to whether the box is checked for during a Real Housewives reunion was, like, otherworldly to mm-hmm. me. And, like, whether or not you got the bracelet if you gave your, like... Email. Email or something. Yeah. 
And I think that's like really weird practices that like, are they like selling email addresses? Yeah. I somehow ended up on the Donald Trump email. Oh my God, someone troll you? No, a bunch of people I know ended up on it. So I think like someone sold our shit. Ooh, okay. Um, but so like, Kel- so Kelly tried to defend Vicky by saying she's trying to sell her product and all the women jumped on that. Like, oh yeah. Appropriately. Yeah. I love, this is when I love Shannon. She'll like, people have already started talking about something else and Shannon will go, well, Kelly just said that <laughs> she's trying to sell her product. This is a charity, not a product. Yeah. Yeah. I love Shannon. Ugh. Bring her back. Definitely. Um, and was, was that the part where like, I think it was right after that where Vic, where we get the shot of them stop filming and then Vicky turns to Kelly and she's like, you have to back me up. Oh yeah, we've got to like back me Stick up and together. she's, and Kelly's like drinking a glass of wine all of a sudden. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my, but that was like the most golden behind the scenes moment of a reunion we've ever seen. Well, yeah. My favorite part about the reunion, this reunion was also behind the scenes, but it was behind the scenes of... That dinner at that sushi oh, place. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When they show Heather stop the camera and, like, threaten to quit the show mm-hmm. in the middle of that dinner. Which I thought we had talked about on this very podcast, but apparently not. Maybe we just, like, discussed it more after the fact. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it seemed very much that, like, Heather was throwing a fit in order to get her off the show, and we come to learn... That's precisely what happened. She tried to explain it, though. Like, be, like it was the restaurant where she last saw her brother-in-law, oh, yeah, and so she, she was, was like, already upset. Tense, yeah. And they were in a private room and had paper walls, which yes. it did because it's an Asian restaurant, with, and that's pretty common. Yeah, if it, those walls could talk, <laughs> they would be able to hear a lot. They would call everyone rice, the C-word. <laughs> they're rice paper thin. Um, um, uh, Kelly does this thing where... When she's confronted, she doubles down in the most aggressive way. Well, she actually, like, backflipped on this particular one because she had apologized for that night and then revoked her apology. And everyone's like, why are you doing this? And Vicky's like, she could change her mind. Yeah, I... But, like, on other fights, whenever they, like, show clips of her, Mm -mm. she goes from zero to 60 in, like, two seconds. It almost starts, like, gnashing with her jaw at people when she gets angry. Yeah, I mean, the, on her appearances on Watch What Happens Live as well, where Annie has shown her clip, she's, like, not back down. Yeah. She's like Lala. I want, what do you think's gonna happen? With her? Yeah. I don't know. I feel if they brought in more allies on her side, it could help disperse the trouble, but as Andy said, and she nodded in an agreement... She is um, the most one of the most controversial housewives, or what did he say? Polarizing, oh, and she yeah, said, yeah. "Thank you." Um, did we talk about this last week, or was this off mic? Where we talked about like the alliance that Vicky might be forming. This might have been off mic. We talked about there was a recent photo of Vicky Kelly, Tamra, no, not Tamra, sorry, Gretchen. Lizzie and, and Peggy, Peggy Tenos. Ten- Tenos. And if I think they we did talk about it. Maybe well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if they brought all those people in, did away with Megan, and then had the other three. Yeah. Oh that, yeah, we we definitely make, talked that about that. That would make for a good show. Yeah. I love a meaty cast. Same, same. I'm, yeah. I don't want to like 
be scrounging for storylines. I don't want to be with one person too long. No. Unless it's in Atlanta. Yeah. But they have a big cast, too. Yeah. Uh, anything else? I don't think I have anything else for her to say. No, I mean, like, Kelly said something weird about if she wasn't in anger management, she would have beaten the crap out of Tamara, but that just made me sad. Yeah. Uh, so let's do Atlanta, right? Yeah. Fresh and hot out the kitchen. Oh my God, that was such a great episode, too, of Atlanta. Well, yeah, we got more a of... A continuation of more manner. We got more of Sheree. Well, we Ooh. opened back yeah. up. Ooh. Ooh. Um, I will give it to Portia. When confronted by Kenya, she just decided to escort herself out. Yeah. But brought half the party with her. Yeah. Because Phaedra, who she came with, left. Some other... Oh, was it just... Sheree. Sheree, oh, like, that Sheree was, was, like, a... walking through the woods like a ghost. Yes. <laughs> she, she, was yelling, she was yelling frickin' frack while she was... <laughs> Running through the woods. <laughs> um, did you notice it was very jarring? Portia, like, which she had a talking head, a scene, and another talking head, and she was wearing the same dress but had a different hair. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. She had like yeah, an updo, yeah. and then it was a completely different, like, straightened. Yeah, I did bang notice look. that. And Weird. I was like, like, jar- like, I was like, Shaken out of my seat. Weird. When Sheree, like, disappeared from the party, Kenya said, I don't know if it's curfew time at the shelter oh. she's been staying <laughs> <Yeah>. at. <laughs> These women. Kenya's savage. They're all <laughs> pretty savage, They're actually. Savage, yes. Oh, my God. I mean, Phaedra did say this was a great place to have a horror movie when they are like, climbing out of the driveway. <laughs> yeah. And then, like... Kenya's man oh, Matt, Matt arrived up. and like literally they all just like disappeared. Dispersed. Yeah. <laughs> and she went up to like her bedroom with him, which I feel like is a rude move when you're hosting a party. Yeah. But this also kind of just seemed like a party to throw for the show. <laughs> well yeah, I have a point about that when we get to Vanderpump rules, okay. actually. Okay. Um but are we done? I don't, I like literally don't care about Kenny and Matt yet. I don't either, yeah. Um, I do care about Candy opening two more businesses. Well, or, oh, you have something else? Quick, the, there was one scene before that. I mean, I have plenty to say about that whole scene at <laughs> the candy factory. But, uh, Noelle talking to Cynthia about the divorce. Oh, yeah. And she confronts her about having low self esteem. Oh, my God. Imagine. Like, it's very, it's almost very Brianna Gunvalson in a way. Mm, yeah. Like the amount of like education that this daughter is bringing to her mother's life. Except like Cynthia's a little bit more well than Vicky is. Yeah. Maybe a little bit Ramona and Avery. It's like very one of those mother-daughter relationships that I yeah. know and love. Where the, where the daughter is showing the mother the way. Yes. Hmm. But let's go to the candy factory. I was hooting and hollering. First of all, <laughs> what the fuck is raising Ace? Oh my god. It's another... They're going through logos for a company called Raising Ace. And... I like the one with the wig. It looked like a wig. Oh my god, yeah. It was like, the logos were so bizarrely different. It was like, I don't even know what they're... Well, the first one looked like... A wig. A woman wearing a wig. And the second, and the second one, was... one looked like the 538 logo. Yeah. Like Nate Silver's like election prediction website. Yeah. A little fox. Yeah, it's like a fox. 
What can you like? I literally don't know what it is. So it is like a, a line of baby products. Oh my! Like what the hell? How is bedroom candy doing? Thriving? I don't know what I don't know which one is like the the center pillar of the candy factory. If it's like and like, is she still trying to do records? Mm. What happened to her store tag? Oh yeah, I forgot about tag. Yeah. I don't know, but I'm not that pumped for Raising Ace, but fucking old, old lady, lady gang, gang, give them a spin, spin <laughs> oh off. Oh my god. They'll, if, they'll get one if this restaurant is like sort of successful. Oh my god. They, <laughs> I love the old lady gang. <laughs> yeah, they, well, well, let's talk more yeah. about the, the scene at Candy Factory then gets the old lady gang. Yeah, before gang. the old ladies show up. So, Mama Joyce, give her center peach. uh, Seeing Mama Joyce in a confessional (laughs) was like jarring to me, but like jarring in a good way. Um, Then, then just like letting her drag Phaedra. Phaedra needs to be sharing a cell with Apollo. Oh my god, to the depths. And like, I thought when I saw, when I initially saw. Mama Joyce saying part of that little thing during I think the preview about like the divorce the divorce yeah if, I if thought you she... have someone in prison for over two years like uh, Georgia will give you a divorce within two months I thought she was being like supportive like here's some advice but like no, no. <laughs> she's questioning Everything. Phaedra's timeline and then like they're all like saying Mama Joyce like what are you talking about like you're you don't know like the law like you're not a law expert and they have like one of the assistants bring it up uh, and he he's like reading it and Kenny's like you're reading the law and then he starts reading it and then like Mama Joyce starts dancing along to like oh his uh, narration of Georgian law I was dancing along with her Mama Joyce <laughs> is the Megan King Edmonds of Atlanta she, yes <laughs> um, give them a spinoff where they just investigate unsolved mysteries but what was the thing they were talking about I think one of the assistants mentioned like them sitting there with Phaedra at one point and her boyfriend was, was like blatantly there sitting next to her do you not remember that? No. They were implying that she had a boyfriend that was like pretty open. Oh, oh, that like Phaedra's been like, well, Phaedra's saying, oh, she's not really going to date until the divorce is finalized, blah, blah, blah. But that she's been with a guy like for a very long time. Yeah. Well, this all plays into the timeline mm. from the Apollo story because I, yeah. No, but the thing that doesn't make sense though is if Phaedra's with some, some dude and Apollo's with some other chick, like, why wouldn't they want to move along the divorce quicker? Because TV. And, like, Phaedra wants to come across a certain way on television. Mm, no. I would argue more... I would, I would think Phaedra would just want it done. I would think maybe Apollo wants to try to get... Alimony? Ideal? I don't know anything about the law. Yeah. I just You're said just... alimony because I heard that on TV once. <laughs> <laughs> You're no Mama Joyce, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> But let's let's talk about what. Wait, before we get to the old lady gang, the restaurant that Sheree and Portia meet at is actually near my mom's house, and I just wanted to point that out. It's oh. called the Mill. Have you been there? No, but like literally drive by it all the time. Okay. Anyways, moving on to the old lady gang. Okay. Unless you have something else to say, they had they in between they had the two separate lunches. It was yeah. Sheree and Portia and Kenya and um, 
Phaedra. I don't know who brought it up, but when they started talking about Chateau Thelma. <gasps> oh my god. <laughs> no, it's not Chateau Charest, but <laughs> Charest's mom's name is on the deed. Have we ever met Thelma IRL? No. I want to meet Thelma this season. Um, but also, Kenya was on Watch Friends Live Sunday night, and she was saying how like it's not even in Thelma's name anymore. It's like it's changed hands like five times. Like it's been in different corporations and stuff. Um, but yeah, uh, it's. <laughs> I think I think it was Kenya said it's time for she, she ain't shit by Jermaine to get checked. <laughs> like the the drags on the show are unlike any other franchise. The puns they come up with with each other's names, the names of each yes. other's houses, like Their everything. It's so good, but let's get to the old lady gang mm-hmm. and let's get them a spinoff. When they were like walking through the disaster of the restaurant construction site. And they were just not pleased. They yeah. were so intimidating. I would be so scared if I was Todd. Yeah. Like. Well, I like when they asked that one, the one of the two old ladies, they were like, what are you going to do? And she's like, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other one, the other one, like her idea of like making a successful business is them showing up. And charging five dollars to take a picture with them, oh my God. like not the way to run a business. The life. <laughs> um, the other thing I noticed is like during like Cynthia's dramatic scenes, we got more musical interludes. I'm loving it. <laughs> no, I, I'm not complaining. <laughs> I'm loving that. I'm loving. Um, they've been doing like nice sweeping shots of the Chattahoochee River, which I love <laughs> because <laughs> I'm like I. It's like near where I grew up, so like mm. it feels like home. When I'm home, my family shoots the hooch, which means we tube down the Chatt- Chattahoochee River while drinking beer. Oh, that sounds fun. Fun fact. Uh, um, so the final scene is the mystery room. Oh yeah. So Kenya, oh, not Kenya. Portia sets this up in order to get all the ladies together, but like they're not really getting together because they split off into two different teams and locked in a room. Oh, it's like escape the room. Yeah. I would never want to do that. I, I've never done it. I think Alex has done it like two or three times, and he says I would love it, and I I would love it. Get your office to do it. There's. I would be the only one. The point is, like, <laughs> like for offices and, like, people who are having, like, issues. Yeah. Like, working together. Um, I think you could also do it, like, with friends. I know. Come on. Fuck no. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do, like, a haunted house or, like, a scavenger hunt or, like, a, like, a laser tag. We tried to do a scavenger hunt once. Oh, you weren't there. You missed that one. I was on another one that was successful. Yeah, that I wasn't there. We were not successful without you. We won best team name. Uh, so I did like when, when Phaedra and Candy both arrived first and they were both sitting at separate tables, like on their phone. Oh my God. And then Sheree walks in and thinking, Oh, you girls made up. Like you came together. And they were like, no, <laughs> uh, but they both flopped at the mystery room challenge. And then as the girls were all walking apart, Kenya pulled Sheree aside. Oh, and they had their little tit for tat yeah with the uh, the hand in the face and then like the twirling away at some point tw- well well Sheree tells like Kenya oh go, like like go go shop for your stuff at Ikea blah 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 like dragging Ikea into this bitch uh, I, I like Ikea I, I think it's like good to get 
A Swedish meatball. No, disgusting. That's disgusting. No, it's not disgusting. You they're, need to broaden your horizons. They're 99 cents. I just meatballs. ate a fucking disgusting <laughs> Japanese ravioli with like <laughs> cedar chips inside. You can eat a Swedish meatball. Um, <laughs> and then, and then a de- well, like a point of contention between Sheree and Kenya was the fact that Kenya doesn't have. Uh, trim or baseboards in her uh, house and then like as Kenya's twirling away Sheree tells her go twirl on some baseboard <laughs> but like I take issue with um, uh, Sheree on that because like Kenya's house is like a more modern house she yeah. doesn't need a trim she doesn't need a crown molding yeah they're going for two different looks yeah that box in the woods different strokes for different folks um, I'm bored of everything having to do with Peter, by the way. Uh, I don't mind it. It gives Cynthia something to do. I like her just, like, being around and, like, facilitating, like, normalcy around Kenya. Mm, I see that. But we'll see how the, the I think I said this last is. week, but I feel like she's a rock to Kenya. Yeah, she, like, stabilizes Kenya a little bit. Um, do you have anything else for Atlanta? No, let's talk about pump rules. Okay. Uh... Oh my god. So this week's episode, we're still talking about Brittany and Kristen. Brittany's like the star of the season. Also, wait, I have a little aside because right before I started watching Pump Rules yesterday, I was Googling Peter from Vanderpump Rules because I was like, okay, Peter Madrigal. I, I was gonna post like, unpopular opinion, Peter from Vanderpump Rules is sort of hot. Well, now that he chopped the hair off, it's well, better. No. Oh, I was looking him up and I hadn't seen like new photos of him. He chopped off his hair and got rid of the facial hair. He looks like a different person. Better. And no. No. Wow. Okay. Before he sort of looked like the Don- Johnny Depp pirate from the Turks and Caicos or whatever in New York. Now he just looks like a weird, like, like a car salesman or a realtor. On million dollar listing, Los Angeles. Um, I mean, I know you're trying to pull pictures to prove me wrong, but I think we just have different opinions here. But anyways, let's get into the show. Vanderpump Pets. Yeah, he looked better before. Okay. There's some... See, like, where his upper lip is? Like, he needs stuff there. Oh, Jay? He needs, like, he needs hair there. Otherwise, he looks so weird. Okay. Uh... Vanderpump Pets. Oh, we're introduced planning, to this new nonprofit. Yes, it's like there's like a boardroom. It's like upstairs at Sir, I guess, because everyone's like really Puffing surprised. <laughs> everyone's really surprised that like they changed the office around to be like Vanderpump Pets. Yeah. Um, Katie's running the show here. <laughs> yeah, she's the second in command. Um. Um. I think it's so funny that she's Lisa's assistant. I also think that it's so funny that Lisa like keeps on bringing up the uh, Britney and Kristen stuff. Yeah. Just like she says, I hear she's very giving. Oh yeah. <laughs> she's being such a troll this season. She's being more involved this year, I feel like, than last year. Yeah. Maybe because like she She well, she considered leaving yeah. Housewives. So she was amping this as up I got the bit. scoop. For VanityFair.com. Yes, check it out. Check Vanity out my hair. <laughs> um, Brendan Davis on Vanity Fair. <laughs> but I, I think 
every time Jax brings it up, I'm so shocked by it, but I also think it's so hilarious in a, like, a sick, sick way. Because Brittany, I feel bad for Brittany. She doesn't know what the F she got into. She's allegedly doing a spinoff with him in Kentucky. Hey, you heard it here first. Yeah, well, you didn't even hear it. (laughs) Um... Tom and Tom go to a spa together. Yeah, we got a little peek of Schwartz's dad bod. Did you notice when they walked in to the spa, they had the like typical lower third that they always have, but it said Tom and Tom Schwartz. It didn't say Tom Sandoval oh, and Tom Schwartz. And I think I like chalk it up to the fact that Tom Schwartz wasn't a main cast member of the first yeah. season, but it's still so weird because it makes it look like they got married and both took Schwartz's name. Tom and Tom Schwartz. <laughs> I guess that's one way of looking at it, or that they're trying to think like Tom Sandoval's like the big cheese. But he's not. Everyone likes Tom Schwartz yeah. better. Schwartz is definitely like more of a central figure this season. He is the center peach of the Vanderpump Rules <laughs> men. <laughs> he was the center peach of our collage last week as well. Um, Stasi. Okay, Stasi has Katie over to her apartment. And they, like, almost don't drink a beer because they're trying to, like, watch their weight, but then they drink a beer. I, like, wrote nothing about Stassi this episode. She was such a non-entity. Stassi? I just have this moment that I, like, thought was so funny when she's talking about, like, her apartment. She's like, yeah, this new apartment. And, like, I even picked out the pink color. And she goes with this little thing about, like, bragging about going to the paint store and picking out her paint color. Yeah. Queen. I guess so. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Lala. Ugh. Lala and her mom go out to this, like, weird lunch, and they're, like, sitting there waiting to order, and they talk, they're talking about how Lala needs to, like, cool it around these people and not drink. Mm. Waiter comes over, Lala orders a Pinot Grigio, then her mom goes, I'll have the same. Yeah, and they're talking about that she needs a two-drink minimum. Yeah. Or maximum. Max. (laughs) (laughs) Kelly dotting it. Kelly dotting um, uh, so I saw somebody tweet, I forget who it was, but it, they said that Kelly, uh, no, Lala and her mom are the poor man's Lindsay and Dina Lohan. Um, and I got those vibes while watching them. Yeah. I, and then also, like, for some reason, Lala brings up, I don't even understand how this was provoked, but, like, she brings up the fact that she lost her virginity to the song Lollipop by Lil Wayne. Oh, because she was talking about like how she shares everything with her mom. Even oh, that even yeah. losing her virginity to that song with a red condom. Oh my god. Lala delete delete it. I love Katie and Tom Schwartz, but I must say listening to them plan their wedding is depressing. Oh <laughs> well, I mean you guys heard it here first. We reported that they had a Wednesday wedding. A Wednesday wedding. And we heard, like, the negotiations over the phone with the, the venue. Oh. How, like, the guy was like, well, we give, like, steep discounts for a wedding on, like, Sunday the Thursday. So. Wednesday wedding. At least they went for the alliteration. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I still love them, and I hope them every happiness. Every happiness. I did like when they were talking about the uh, the prenup. <laughs> Katie, this, this was maybe the best track of the, the episode. When Katie was like, what, is, what do we need a prenup for? For his Ninja Turtles sweatpants and like thousands of dollars of student debt. Oh my god, yeah. I was, in, I was like thinking about Tom Schwartz's sweatpants at that moment. <laughs> I'm sure you were. <laughs> uh, James, okay. 
we go to James, and he's at his apartment, sitting on his weird balcony. And the oh doorbell rings. The, wait, the apartment. Can we talk about the apartment? Wait, yeah, but the, let me set oh. the scene. The doorbell rings. This is before we knew anything about what the apartment was. He jumps on one of those hovered bo- hoverboards to go answer the door, and it's Lala. And then he explains where the apartment comes from. Yeah. So, I mean, this is a penthouse apartment, so watch out. I mean, he was, like, sitting out on what appeared to be, like, a Juliet balcony. And for mm-hmm. those of you who don't understand, it's, like, when the balcony really can barely fit a human if you're sitting outside. So he's, like, doing yoga on there. Lala comes in. He gives her the tour. This had me shook when, when we peer around the corner. He pulls, like, a curtain. Like, his bed is set up in the corner of the living room. Behind a curtain. And he lives with some old dude that they hang out with that they play, like... They play ping pool pong with. Or, oh, p- pool. Okay. <laughs> ping pong. I don't know. Yeah, and who's, like, maybe wealthy, maybe not wealthy, like, wealthy enough, and then let's... But wealthy, like, him. to have him as a roommate, and not even... It's, like... Like, at a, like a In the living room, like, using up the living room. Yeah, and then they, like, were doing Lala's music there. Oh, my God. And I wrote down the only music career I want to see out of Vanderpump Rules cast Sheena Shea. Sheena Shea. Sheena Shea needs to come back and save the pop music industry. Truly. But I do Her love... Tiffany Trump duet. <laughs> I do love the, that little, like, uh, Lala's hook, like... No, 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 no. I'm feeling no. you, I'm feeling you. No. How about, that really, like, was released without much fanfare. But I love how we talked about how, like, the pump... CD, the pump sessions, and like Lala's song were like big hits. I know. Two scholars here. Are they even on iTunes? I found the the, the single was on like SoundCloud or YouTube. Nice. Uh, I didn't look on iTunes though. Uh, World Dog Day? Is it uh, World Dog Day yet? Well, I think before we get, world, we ended with World Dog Day, so there was one other thing I wanted to bring up. Like, yeah, bring uh, it up. Well, they showed, like, a little very produced clip of, like, everyone in Sir talking about uh, Kristen and Brittany hooking up. Oh, yeah. And it ends with, like, the cooks speaking in Spanish about it. And I felt like it was, like, too produced for my eyes. Yeah. I didn't appreciate it. I'm sorry. Um, but I did appreciate Kristen's version of events in her talking head. Oh, she doesn't really know. <laughs> well, she was like, well, we kissed a couple times. Carter was present, but we didn't do more than kiss. But uh, I don't really remember. She is the queen. She And she's so happy with Carter. I love, like, in her confessional, she, like, talks about how her and Carter have no trust issues. And they're so happy. But then she's also maybe going out on Britney, so... Yeah, which, which like, apparently the guys don't seem to mind. Like, Jax was saying on Watch Eleven's Live, he doesn't care. Yeah, but he only wants, he's, like, using it for such weird attention. And, like, I don't know if I believe Jax, because, like, he's got such a history of, like, throwing these bombs and then walking back from them. Uh, like, every year there's a new thing. No, I believe him because... Miami Girl? I mean, I believe Miami Girl. <laughs> yeah, I believe Miami Girl, too. But I believe him because... Brittany would not be responding so viscerally if it was, like, made up. But she's just a sweet Kentucky girl who doesn't know how to say Sauvignon Blanc. So she was, like, 
upset with Jack, so she stayed at Sheena. Oh, yeah. Sheena that part was so boring to me for some reason. Well, I'm not so concerned with her staying with him, but when she came back home, like, expecting, like, Jack's to engage with her, and, and he was like, I'm sleeping! Like, yeah. Oh. It was very sad for them to be arguing so intensely. Trash. Uh, so, Pump Dog Day, or whatever the fuck it's called. <laughs> it's World Dog Day. Okay. Um, it's <laughs> it's at that like park in West Hollywood that's like right next to the Abbey. <gasps> Maybe I watched James play a frisbee game there. Probably, yeah. It's yeah. like near the Pacific Design Center. It's all right next to like oh, yeah. where Sarah's, what is it called? Like West Hollywood Park, probably something Maybe. like that. Anyways, so um, I, I was in this very park, you guys. So was I. Boots on the ground. Oh. <laughs> I just gave him the most evil stare <laughs> in the world. <laughs> you fucking troll flop. Um, Anyways, um, it's about Pump Dog Day. It's called Pump Dog Day. James is DJing and everyone is so jealous of him because oh he is has the he stage. Is an LA DJ. The editing in the this scene. <laughs> It went from like him being like everyone's really jealous because I'm on stage, and then it would be him going, "Did someone leave a Toyota here? I have your keys." It was like repeatedly that on and off. I think though, the the things I want to talk about mm. most are our guest stars. Oh, we got Kyle Richards. Kyle Richards came through and looked at Leona, Leona Lewis. Lewis. I said she's so pretty. She's so pretty. Didn't know her. No idea who she was. Kyle Richards with the short hair, not feeling it. I like her, like, <sighs> long mane. <laughs> <laughs> Down to her butt. Yeah. Um, I didn't notice the short hair. It's short and lighter. I think it was, like, too too quick of a scene for me. She wasn't in it for a long yeah. time. And then we go over to... This is what had me shook. So Kristen and Stassi are not necessarily that welcome at this event because they... They're not employees They're anymore. not employees anymore. So they come and they do the, like suck up thing to Lisa who is sitting with Joyce. Yeah. From oh, aka Hoise. Yeah, from Beverly Hills like season Wait, aka what was her her nickname uh from Brandy? Like the fake name she had up she came up for her. Like Joanna, I don't know. No, I don't remember it. Damn it. Oh, I should have like looked it up. Anyways, they like have this whole thing about like coming up to Lisa and like being like so nice and then Lisa brought up again. Kristen and Brittany. Yeah. I mean, like, in front of Hoise. The second time in the same episode, she brings it up to Kristen. Yeah. In front of Joyce. Such a troll. It was like a, it was a funny scene. It was an amusing scene. And, can, and then Stassi and Kristen walked away. And I just heard Joyce go, they seemed nice. <laughs> oh my God. Or, or one line. <laughs> <laughs> I actually like sort of didn't recognize her at first and I had to rewind to make sure that uh, it like said no. her name. Well, no, I, I was like, oh, it looks like her. but okay. And I knew that they like still sort of hang out, but yeah. I just wasn't 100% sure. Um, yeah. Something, and I want, wanted to bring this up because you were talking about how Kenya's party was obviously staged for the show. Oh, yeah, yeah. The party that the Pump Rules kids went to afterwards at Kristen's apartment might have been like planned by the show, but it wasn't staged staged for the show. What are you it seemed about? like a They went to a party after this? Yeah, at Kristen's apartment. Oh, I don't remember. Yeah, it was like a house party. They had like pizzas, shots, and um, we watched this like the third thing that we watched. Like we watched New Jersey OC and this, so I might have been like Oh, well this focus. is where Kristen like confronted Jax about the Britney stuff and like 
was super protective about her. And this is how I found out I was <laughs> blocked by Ariana. Oh. Because I noticed that Kristen and Carter were text were tweeting last night with Ariana and Tom Sandoval. Because what do you mean tweeting with them? Like tweeting at them. Oh, like a conversation? Yeah. Like friendly or... Angry? Yeah. Oh, really? It was like Carter tweeting at Ariana and Tom being like, haha, it's funny that they didn't show that you guys were there and that we were... It was like pleasant but a little awkward. Oh. So Ariana and Tom were at Kristen's apartment. That's crazy. Yeah. Thank you for that report. Sure. Yeah. But except... Ariana blocked. <laughs> oh yeah, that's the other news. I yes. found out that Ariana blocked me. And we and then we like check the records. You've never added her. Yeah, I've never like at replied to her at all. I didn't even know her username was like Ariana five one two five or whatever it is. <laughs> no, it's two five two five. Oh god. But it was like I I had said like some less than nice things like. But you like, said her name and Ariana from Vanderpump Rules is like. Her and Tom are, like, so boring or whatever. Like, nothing, like... Nothing, like, block-worthy. Yeah. But, like, that happened to me with Shabon too, I feel like. John and Shabon? Yeah, I never added him. Okay. And Bethany... Oh, Bethany, I used to add her every tweet. <laughs> uh, anything else for Vanderpump? No. All right, so we're going to do a, a, a mini-dive, like, in the... Like, in the kiddie pool. Okay. Yeah. So, this is pretty simple crossovers between the different Housewives franchises sure. and related Bravo properties. So, I mean, one of the original ones before she was a housewife was Lisa Renna in New York City. The During the famous fight at New York City Fashion Week between Bethany and Luann, where Bethany says to Luann, I don't like you, I don't trust you, and I think you're a snake. Renna's sitting right in between them. Yeah, and they are even like at one point her and them and Kelly Clore and Ben Simone take a picture together. Yeah. And like it's when Renna was just like floating around Hollywood as like one of those like celebrities people knew of, but Well that's back like when she appeared on this, that's back when we I feel like really began the campaign for Renna to be on Housewives. Well, it was a few years after that when we did. This was like twenty ten. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> but at least this was a justification for it. Yes. Because she's appeared on the series. Yeah. And so, then, like, Andy was asked her to be on it. She's like, no, 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 no. And then, lo and behold, here we are. Yeah. And then Rinna had another crossover more recently when she sat down as a friend of Heather DeBro. Yes, in Orange County. To talk as about, like... Acting. Like, acting and, like... Mothering. Mothering and acting. Yeah. And Belle Gray. And QVC or Evi and whatever other times. Oh my God. One of the like more blatant ones, and I think this was like, this one felt like a first. Well, it felt like really amped up and promoted, but it was kind of a dud too. Yeah. Brandy and Yolanda appeared with with Kristen. Carol and Kristen. Yeah. But, it, but like Kristen the connection, the connection was Kristen and Brandy, which is apparently a legitimate connection. Well, no, but it was also Carol and Yolanda. Oh. They're, they've been friends for years, apparently, according to Instagram. Okay. And they, like, had that lunch at, uh, what's that place called? Sarah Beth's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I've been to, like, once. Mm. It was okay. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for that review. Come, come true, <laughs> queen review. Yeah, I think the next one is a little, like, the most iconic, maybe. Yeah. Well, it was, like, a big story arc. 
It was like more than one episode. When the ladies of Beverly Hills were hanging out with Bethany and the Hamptons for like two episodes. Yeah, and that's when Bethany and Erica Jane got into it. Yeah. Um, that's what... It also was a storyline in New York this past season with between Luann and Bethany. Yeah, when Luann wasn't invited over. Yeah. Oh, that was when like my heart really... That was one of those things like... They were all at that white party together in the Hamptons yeah. where Lisa was being honored. And we heard that Dorinda and Luann were all there. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. we thought we were going to get some Dorin and Luann in there, mm-hmm. but we didn't. And I feel like that happens like with Teresa's book party. But that they you showed were at? Dorinda. Oh, they did? Yeah. Oh. Brief. I mean, they showed me longer than they showed Dorinda. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh. Um. This next one, I feel like, is somebody who has... These next two, actually, are people who've, like, done... Mainstays. Done the rounds and, like, have become, like, extent, supporting cast members in their own right in yeah. at least one other show. So, Kyle, who we talked about... Yeah. Was just on... Kardashians. Kardashians, but also Pump Rules. But also, like, she's been on, like, The Simple Life. Yeah. Well, she also was, like, a main talking head in, like... I want to... A true Hollywood story, Paris Hilton on VH1. That makes sense. Or E, E, E. That makes sense. She's like the main speaker. She lives for the applause. Yes. Applause, 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 applause. Um, but related to that is Faye has never been truly Real Housewives of Beverly Hills or Kardashians. The I only like... time she was sort of truly, and I thought this was going to be her future for Beverly Hills, was when they did the extended cut of the oh, dinner the party from hell. Yeah, yeah. They gave her a fucking sit down, and mm. I thought this was our future. But she's always on Kardashians. Like, always at dinner with Chris. Yeah, always. She's, she's at Kendall and Kylie's graduation party, <laughs> standing next to Gigi Hadid. If the camera's there, she will show up. Okay, this is a little preview of, like, something I want to do a deep dive of in the future. But okay. one day, I want us to, like, really... And we might have to devote just, like, a whole episode to really breaking down the relationships of... This group of people who live in LA and who are on the reality TV together. Yeah, in California. Because they're all connected in the craziest ways. And they're all related. Yeah, I think you need to like draw a visual. We have to create a map. Yes. Like a crazy person with pins and strings. Like, yeah. Maybe (laughs) before you move out of this apartment we can tack something up. Anyway, sorry. Um... This is this one's a little more of like a fun fact that I don't think people yeah know, people realize. do not know this. So the first season of Real Housewives of Miami was filmed as something else. We know that, yeah. and Leah Black had her gala gala the Black Gala, right? Yeah, something like that. Not the Black Party because that's that thing with sex. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Kim Zolciak briefly appears, and it was during the times when she was dating that DJ. Oh, yeah. She was a guest at the gala. DJ... Tracy... Tracy Young. Young. Yes. That seems like ages ago. They walked the red carpet together. That's like when we saw her. Yeah. And at that point, I feel like that was... Before we knew that Rena was going to be on Beverly Hills, this was the first like real mm-hmm. crossover. The true first And it was crossover. accidental. Yeah. That was the season of Housewives that was supposed to have a drag queen on main cast. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, uh, we also, well, so Vanderpump Rules and Beverly Hills has been interconnected from the get-go, considering we were tricked into watching Vanderpump Rules. Tricked. But then, uh, I mean, we talked about the fact that Joyce was in this week's episode, but we also, in, in that very good episode of Vanderpump Rules, where it was like, 
Lisa, Brandy, Joyce, and Yolanda in the back of Cert all fighting with each other. Oh, yeah. Like, the Vanderpump Rules kids reacting to the fight. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then we've had, like, them catering parties at Kyle's house, Mm -hmm. and, like, Kim is in the background, and, Mm -hmm. like, Brandy's there. But I feel like we've done, like, for the past couple seasons, we haven't seen a lot of crossover between these two shows, but bringing Kyle onto this episode seemed like a... A taste. A taste. Yeah. Uh, I think, actually, just a thought, I think it's almost a taste because Vanderpump Rules is now doing sort of better than Beverly Hills, at least, yeah. like, critically. And I so... I wonder, maybe even the ratings. I maybe. feel like a lot of, like, straight people like Vanderpump Rules and they're not in a Housewives franchise at all. Yeah. Um, so then, for... True lovers of Nini, those of you who watch I Dream of Nini, know that Marisol, Jill Zarin, Gretchen Rossi, and Patty Stanger were all at Nini's re-wedding to Greg. Yeah, the re-up. Yeah, the re-up. And Slade Smiley was there too. But like the fact that Marisol just keeps popping up everywhere. She must be like a really nice friend, if you think about it. Because like, how does she have friendships with all of them? Yeah, like she's at Lou's bachelorette party or she's like one of those friends who just like seems like really awesome and has no true real friends but is just friends with mm. everyone like many acquaintances oh i thought oh, for, se- for a second i was like are you saying something weird and personal no. um this uh, isn't this isn't housewise well this is housewise but like we have a few bravo liberties who have prop- popped up, up crossover so jeff lewis and jenny pulos this season on, on oc really had me little amped up well they are like actually like close friends with, with at least shannon maybe tamra not heather Debro. yeah jeff and heather are our shamanses yeah it's interesting that jeff i know they had a tiff but it's interesting that given the relationship between shannon heather and tamra yeah i feel like it could improve one day yeah All's not lost. Invite them over to Dubro Manor or whatever it's called. Ugh. Uh, <laughs> um, so last season, Bethany's return really opened with like Frederick, like when, sh- chauffeuring her around when she was looking for office space. Yeah. Yeah, and that's fine. I feel like Sonia's always with um, one of those, uh, one of the other realtors from that show, the little short guy with oh, the gray yeah. hair. Oh yeah, she was like film, like she was like photographed with him on TMZ or something. Yeah, like o- like often. Yeah. I think when you're, like, a Bravo liberty and you guys automatically become friends, because we've seen, like, Jax hang out with Ramona and, like, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. Jax, last night, actually talked about hanging out with Shep oh, on Watch Live. I want a friendship between Shep and Tom Schwartz. I want a no, I'm romance. An, I'm an anti-Shep activist. I'm a pro-Shep activist. As we know. Uh, Sonia also hung out with Chris March a few years back when he was designing it for costumes. This one was bad because, like, most of these have been, like, successful shows supporting successful shows. This one was bad because they tried to use New York, Real Houses in New York, as sort of, like, a jump-off spot to get people engaged in Chris March's new show when he was doing a very specific, like, party-planning, costume-doing thing. Fun fact, I went to drinks once with whoever was his assistant on that show. Oh, interesting. When when I moved to New York after Boston and like was living in that Hell's Kitchen, the Starbucks that's right on the corner of like uh, 9th and 47th, which is like right around like one 
out one building over from my apartment. He was like in there my first week, and I was like, Chris March. Yeah, Chris March. Um, that Starbucks doesn't exist anymore. No, yeah, it does. No, it doesn't. I live in Hell's Kitchen. I don't know the one that's like now across the street from Kiel's. It doesn't exist. What's anymore. there now? Last time I walked by, it was a blank building. Oh, this is a, a new development. Oh, okay. Maybe it's a new Yeah, okay. don't try to tell Ooh. me about my neighborhood. Okay. Um, but Chris March was from the best season of Project oh, Runway yeah, yeah. with uh, Christian Siriano. Were they in the same season? Yes, because remember, um, who was the other guy? They had a bunch of good seasons. Yeah, but this one, like, Christian Siriano is easily the most successful. Well, yeah. He was sitting in the audience to watch What Happens Live last night. Yeah. He designed Christina Hendricks' dress, and his husband, Brad Walsh, was the bartender. Yeah. Anyways. I think um, that's it, right? You, yeah. Right. I mean, like, I was just also going to mention, like, sometimes they, like, oh. reference each other cities when, like, they're sitting at reunions, mm-hmm. and people, like, say who they're friends with. It's yeah. happened more and more and more recently. And, like, I'm telling you, I'm we're close. <laughs> we're close to, like, a true crossover season. I can't wait. It's not going to happen, is it? Mm, well, Andy says it's going to happen like once it's about to die out. Well, in Trump's America. <laughs> Maybe it will be. I yeah. was thinking about that. I was looking at the starting dates. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, so, Brennan, our freak of the week this week is. Tony Bennett. Ugh. I mean, I'm wearing my cheek to cheek shirt tonight in honor of him. But, Why? But tonight, but just, I don't know. This one's actually a true, truly freakish. Yeah. So people.com reported today, and this was like one of, this was tweeted out this morning and I immediately caught my attention. The headline, Tony Bennett met his wife when her mother was pregnant with her. (laughs) Oh my God. All right. So let me give you the recap. Uh, Decades before they fell in love, Tony Bennett met his wife, Susan Benedetto, when she was still on her mother's belly. In his new book, oh Just Getting Started, Bennett writes that his first encounter with Benedetto was when her mother was pregnant with her. He was 40 years old. Oh my God. <laughs> According to the book, Benedetto's parents were dedicated Bennett fans. In 1966, they attended one of his shows in New York City. Uh, the Crows, which I guess is her media name, went backstage to pose for a picture with Bennett. As fate would have it, he said, uh, Marion was pregnant at the time with Susan. So Susan's the wife. Oh my God. It's a photo we all laugh about knowing the incredible turn of events that followed. So weird. Uh, Benedetto's parents raised her to the sounds of songs like Bennett's. As a teenager, Benedetto became the president of Bennett's fan club in San Francisco Bay Area in California. 19-year-old Benedetto finally met her future husband, 19-year-old Benedetto, after requesting to meet him backstage after a show. And he was 59? Yeah, 59 at that point. Oh. Uh, Bennett had been married twice before and had four children, but that didn't stop him. He and Benedetto dated for 20 years before getting married in 2007. Though the ceremony was intimate, Benedetto was just happy to marry the man who continues to make, to, who continues to be her music icon. How old is she now, did it say? Uh, well, if she's born in uh, 66, oh. she's 15. Wow. I mean, that's like similar to Celine Dion and Renee. But like, uh, well, you know, it's, it's similar in one regard, but like, 
better in other regards. The fact that they didn't meet till she was 19. Well, yeah, because yeah, 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 yeah right. Because <laughs> Celine met Renee a little earlier than that. Anyways, yeah, Tony. A little freakish, but by Cheek to Cheek on iTunes, I guess. <laughs> or by Joanne, Not instead. co-signed. Yeah, by Joanne. Uh, speaking of buying Joanne. Girls, oh my god. <laughs> Brandon, this is your one, your queen. Okay. I wanted to make this the freak of the week, but... Dan wanted to make these women the freaks of the week because he doesn't understand true art. Mm. Um, there, if you've been watching Bravo in the past, like, week or so, you'll notice a new promo for the Ladies of London where they are interacting with phones and lip-syncing <laughs> to Lady Gaga and Florence Welch's new song, Hey Girl, from the hit album, Joanne. And it's like, so budget. It's like a common, it's like there's like London telephone booths, but also <laughs> like stylized, like the Taylor Swift style video with like poofs of smoke and like faces. <laughs> And, like, pastel colors. But, like, it's so weird, and I don't know why they make them do this every year, but, like, every year they seem to make the Ladies of London do, like, really weird promos. Well, they have, an, they have another one this year, like, the one that's, like... They're not, singing the national anthem yeah, of the like, U.S. and then of the U.K., and then, like, the Dutch one, like, refuses to sing it. It's so cool. So corny. bizarre. But last year they did... One where they were all lip syncing to London Bridge by Fergie, which made sense. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. But like, still, I've watched this every morning. First thing, <laughs> it's the start of your day. It's so good. And then Dan refuses to watch Ladies of London. Oh, Brennan, we discovered four television shows. Okay, well we're losing two of them soon. But Mariah's World is coming. Oh no, I'm I refuse. Are you serious? Ladies of London or bust. Get out of here. It's such a good show. It's going to be... We're going to watch sound, like... Sound off in uh, the comments and on our Twitter. We're going to do World. like... We're going to watch like one episode of Mariah's World and then get right, more. we can watch one episode and then see how it is. Well, you need to get caught up on Ladies of that's London. That's not going to happen. Uh, but I think that's our show for this <laughs> week. Uh, so make sure if you're just stumbling upon us that you subscribe to us on iTunes or Google Play or wherever podcasts are found yeah and give us a review like even if you've reviewed in the past maybe do another one <laughs> or like, that's legal or, or like tell a friend tell a friend give us five you don't have to give us five stars if we don't deserve it but i feel like we might say something nice i like when people write words yeah it's very inspirational it's very it really lightens up our day <laughs> in this dark time we're in um so also you can follow us on twitter and facebook if you follow us on twitter you might have seen that we retweeted Alex's investigative reporting where he screenshotted uh, a clip from the OC reunion where, like, during the credits, Bravo had, like, a disclaimer saying that Bravo has never been involved in Kill All Cancer. Yeah, yeah, He's no longer involved. So there's little treats that you may pick up along the way on Twitter or Facebook. So follow us there. Treats. Where can we find you online, Daniel? Oh, uh, IDK, IDK. Where can we find you, Brendan? At not... Brendan. Awesome. So like, comment, subscribe, heart share, retweet. Love us, love us, please retweet. Do Bye. See you next week. I wanna see you come through.
queen. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.